Okay, there we go. What are you waiting for? Do it! Triple M. How's this, guys? A broke law student. His name's Jonathan Nichols in America, and he was really surprised. He got himself a new phone, and all of a sudden he kept getting texts from luxury car dealerships, and he kept getting offers of free concert tickets, and more importantly, explicit photos of young ladies wearing bikinis, and he couldn't figure out why his phone kept getting these texts, until eventually he found out that the number used to belong to Sir Mix-a-Lot. So apparently everybody thought that Sir Mix-a-Lot still had the same phone. He kept getting all of these uh, like offers for stuff. The best one, he reckons, is all of these girls who kept sending him raunchy photos of them in various poses. But stupidly, he gave the phone back and said, get me a new number. Unlike this guy, Tom, who's on the phone in the States, tell everybody about your crank text website. Actually, I got a text message from a girl. It said, hey, it's Wanda. So I wrote back, uh, Wanda who? Just because I didn't recognize the number. And then she said, uh, the Wanda, right. your cousin. Right. And then I wrote back, what's happening, Shorty? She and I spoke for about six months over text message, and then it kind of uh, the relationship ended. So she didn't realize at this stage that you weren't who she thought you were? No. I mean, there was one point where she was coming over to the house, and that, just, that was the point. Have you continued now with this idea of texting people and seeing how they respond? Is that the idea for the website? Yep, that's pretty much it. I mean, I've probably texted almost 10,000 numbers now on my mobile phone. Yeah, I do it every day. I mean, i got a couple of relationships going on right now, and a couple of different things. I'm running a couple of blood drives and different types of things <laughs> like that. Who do people think you are? They just think I'm whoever I say I am most of the time. I mean, it could be sometimes I'm like an Asian woman. Have have you been dad or mom at any stage or a boyfriend or anything? I have a bunch of requests that I've gotten from people. Um, I have like probably about, I would say six or seven hundred requests and I try to go through them when I can. But some of those are just kind of boring because there's no, there's not enough information. But when I get some good information or if somebody gives me like a senior citizen or like a real derelict, it's a little easier. And I think you're using your time wisely, but who's paying the phone bill? Fortunately, I have unlimited text, so that makes it easier. In the, the first month, I didn't, though, and that was kind of a bad idea. But we're actually uh, working with a production company now to try and make a, a show about this. So. That's a great idea. Jim Carrey could be in it. <laughs> I don't know if he'd get in something like this. Well, I don't know, man. Who do you want to play uh, you in this film? Well, that's a great question. Maybe hey, Owen Wilson. Owen good. Wilson would be good. I was thinking maybe Randy Couture. Uh, he might be a little aggressive, but yeah, it might not be bad. But you want to come across as a bad guy, so that people, if anybody uh, has any repercussions, and you got some Colombian gun runners after you, at least they'll go, well, he's a bit MMA for us. Samuel L. Jackson would be good. A couple of weeks ago, we did this thing where we tried to find some people who we hadn't heard from for ages. Some names that have just kind of cropped up every now and again. You go, whatever happened to? And we were looking for Yahoo Serious. Jonathan Coleman got on. He said he's living up the north coast somewhere, just north of Sydney. We did quite an extensive search. Well, when I say we, I mean Sammy X. But to little result. Maybe he just wanted to stay hidden. Maybe he did. I did send him a friend request on Facebook and he didn't accept it. Can't understand why. Maybe, like I said, some people will be hanging out for their name to be called on the radio. Hell, I know what that's like. Back in the day when I was listening to the radio, praying for a radio gig, and I even heard Merrick say once on the radio, I wonder what ever happened to Ugly Phil. He's probably just sitting at home, listening to the radio, stealing our jokes. Which is true. I mean, apart from the last part, of course. So uh, I thought maybe we'd open up the phone again and give you until Friday to find someone. Okay, who are we going to find? Well, you know what? It's up to the listeners. One triple three five three. I thought here's a name we haven't heard for a while, and what's she doing now? 
Mrs. Marsh, who you wouldn't remember, but Mrs. Marsh is on the TV with that bit of chalk, man, and it does get in. Oh, it's not a tooth isn't as tough as a as a chalk's not as tough as a tooth. I can't even remember how it went. But anyway, so I thought Mrs. Marsh could be one, but I'm sure you can come up with somebody better. Who can we chase? Sammy X has got to get them on the show by Friday. A name from the past. A Debbie Newson. An Alison Brahe. <laughs> Tony Barber. Who I don't know got? who any of these no, people let's make, are. This makes it even more interesting. One triple three five three. Who have we got to get on the show by Friday? Who do you want us to try and track down? Could it be somebody from Home and Away or Neighbours or something like that so I can impress the people back home? Looking for people, but apparently Mrs. Marsh is dead. I didn't know that. Yeah, apparently she passed away last year. Well, I didn't know. I didn't see it on the news. So that's the thing. When you go searching for people, maybe they've passed away and you don't know. So no disrespect to the dead. I'm sorry, Mrs. Munch. However, Michelle, who can we look for? Jeff Duff. He was the guy that used to do David Bowie's songs years ago. Oh, he Jeff Duff! Oh, other... I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he shouldn't yeah, be too he's... hard. Hey, Sean, how are you? How about Albie Mangles? Albie Mangles, the one who used to go out in all the boats with uh, sexy-looking women. Yeah, that's it, mate. Ladies' man. Hey, Steve, who are we looking for? Look, what about Marshall and his portable music machine? What happened to him? Whatever happened to him? I like it. Hey, Joe, who are we looking for? I reckon Mike Walsh, Phil. Mike Walsh? Is he still alive? I don't know. That's a very good question, hence the reason I was curious for you guys to try and find him. Yeah, it'd be good to get him on, get a few stories from the days. Jono, who are we looking for? Uh, Juno Roxas. From the band Roxas? Roxas, that's right. Is this a childhood thing? No, or? Man, come on. I, I, know, I know you followed him, mate. I know. Yes, only for a little while, come though. On. Only because of the hairstyle. Yeah, I, that's right. I, I wanted a mullet, man. It. Hey, come on. Come on, let's get him. I'm thinking Albie Mangles, but something also makes me think at the back of my mind that he may have also passed away. I may have read something that. If not, do you know anything about that? One triple three five three is Albie Mangles still with us? Give me a call, and if that's it, if that's the one, then it's up to Sammy X to find. And I'm sure he'd respond to your Facebook photo. Uh, Albie Mangles, all right? We'll find out. One triple three five three is he still with us? If so, he's the one. Craig, can you help me with Albie? Is he still with us? Yeah, I reckon there's a documentary on him last year on the telly. Right, so he hasn't passed away then? No, I don't think so, mate. I think he's still kicking. Mike, can you help me with Albie? Yeah, he's dead. How long ago? Quite a few years back. Did you find anything when you did the Google? According to Wikipedia, he's still alive. Oh, that old terrific source. You know, hey, Wikipedia says it. It must be true. Okay, all right, unless anybody contradicts this, then I'm going to go with Albie Mangles as the one you've got to find by Friday, all right? Okay, fine. Do you know how to spell it? Challenge just, accepted. Just go. If you find him, just go, Albie, I want to get in the boat with you. He'll get straight back to you like that, all right? All right. I don't know what that means. Hey, Carrie, what's up? I just heard you talking about Albie Mangle. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the guys in Triple M on Hot Breakfast had an interview last year with him. Oh, fantastic. Well, I'll have a number, but I won't tell Sammy X because she's got to go and chase him. But so as <laughs> far as we know, he's still with us. Yeah. I think he's living in Asia or somewhere. Brilliant. Well, thanks for that. Go, Albie. Now, let's talk to Gaza about this Metallica band, tribute band, who nearly got sued by Metallica but didn't. Oh, look, this story. I mean, it's a story for the sake of a story. It really is. This poor band, they called themselves Sandman. They're a Canadian tribute band to Metallica, okay? They're playing a tiny little gig in their tiny little town of Canada, Ontario. Right. And uh, this dude walks into their gig. He's in a suit. He's very official looking. And he hands them a cease and desist. And basically this lawyer's note says, if you use anything to do with Metallica, any branding, logos, or pass yourself off as anything to do with Metallica, you'll be in massive amounts of trouble. 
And they couldn't believe it. They thought it was a joke. Uh, so they posted it on their website and uh, Metallica heard about it, obviously. Mm. And they uh, sacked the attorney that gave them the letter. Oh, no, that's good then. All right. They said in a statement that they had an overzealous attorney who right. sent the letter without their knowledge. Yep. And uh, they started out as a tribute band and they have a long history of enjoying them. In that case, maybe they should have renamed themselves after that song, Mr. Sandman, and say, oh, no, it's a different, completely different tribute. Which makes me think, do you want to hear that song? Mr. Sandman. That was the most stupidest, tenuous link ever. I'm going to play it anyway. <laughs> Not the whole thing, of course. Hey, do you remember the scary film Halloween? Remember this was in it? Oh, scariest film ever, honestly. Give him two lips like roses and clover. What was his name? Jason? Was that? There you go. So, Todd. I was talking a moment ago about Halloween. I can't remember how I got onto the movie Halloween and who the serial killer was, the guy. It was Michael Myers, mate. Michael Myers. Why didn't I think of that? I should have known that. Donald Pleasance was the doctor who was in charge of the Psychiatric Institute. Correct. And he was in every movie apart from three. That's right. And he met him when Michael Myers was a young boy. He'd put him in there. He was only just starting to understand him when Michael Myers escaped. Jamie Lee Curtis was... Exactly. What was her relationship to this? Was she the babysitter initially, or...? The babysitter in the original movie, yeah. Right, yeah. But what was her relationship with Michael Myers for him to want to hunt her down? I can't remember, to be honest, mate. What a great film. Scariest one ever, I reckon. Yes, it was. Except they made a 3D version, and that was crap. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Rob Zombie made a re- remake five or six years ago. The first one was good, and the second one was just woeful with, like, genitals. Yeah. Yeah. You can't remake <laughs> films ever. No, I don't like remakes. You haven't seen it, have you? You haven't seen Halloween, the original one? No. Oh, great film. Thanks to all those people that rang, and there were hundreds of them too, by the way. Oh, loads of callers. Steve, Adam, Greg, Jack, Joe, Jason, and Stuart also just had a bit of a chat with me as well. Hey, by the way, just speaking of Halloween, best music. Even the music was really scary. Pedro, the Mexican cleaner's back with your gig guide. Your name's not Dan, you're not coming in. Not tonight. You're not on the list. Tonight in Sydney, Jesse Ray at the Corridor Bar, Jimmy Carr at the State Theater, and Richard Cartwright at the Newtown Social Club. And in Melbourne, Breathe at the Evelyn, Watchtower at the North Coast Social Club, and Creeks at the Public Bar. I'm Pedro the Mexican Cleaner, and I like Big Back. I know why you're uh, calling me, Jason. You know it's me, do you? And I know why you're ringing me, too. You're telling me off, because Friday... I was supposed to play Detroit Rock City by Kiss, but... Yes? Did you ring me? No, I didn't. Did I tell you to it, ring me? Yeah, oh, no. I yeah, no, I did. No, I no, told no, you. No. Hang on. I said <laughs> ring me Friday and I'll play it. Yeah, yeah. I know. I understand. But look, you've got to forgive me. Australia playing India in the one-day games and I did not turn the radio on once, mate. I so see. you got to forgive me for that. Right. So you've rung me up to tell me off. Now you've admitted it's your fault. Now you're telling me you weren't even listening to the rubber room at the time. No, well, I didn't listen to any station except yeah, the cricket. You let like me that. down. Yeah, you know. You've let me down, mate. Bro, you know, what? Why don't you just break up with me and never ring me again? Oh, mate, Detroit Rock City, come on, please. Friday <laughs> night, okay? Am I going to hear from you Friday? Are you going to whack it on Friday? This Friday yeah, night? Friday, Triple M's most wanted by request. Listen, I haven't checked out the TV guide, but is there any cricket on it? How are you, Lee? What's going on? First time in the caller, one's on, isn't it? Great to have you here. Thank you. Yeah, much better than the uh, tubular bells, man. Tubular bells, which of course was in The Exorcist. Roger that. Oh, now there's the scariest movie ever. I saw that film when I was 17. I had to sleep with a Bible under my pillow for six months. And that's not a lie. 
Seriously? I wish I hadn't no, said that now. Can't beat it. People saying that Jamie Lee Curtis was Michael Myers' sister. Right, that's why he went back. And I found it, the uh, the part of the tubular bells that's used in the movie The Exorcist. Oh, man. this? Next best piece of music, I think, to the Halloween original theme. Scariest movie ever, man. If you haven't seen this movie yet, don't. That's my advice. Don't do it. Charged with despicable crimes. You stole from my kids. Have a look at yourselves. They're not like you. They're criminals. You thieving bastards. And Mike sent this in further to us talking about the Halloween theme earlier on. He said, uh, do you realise that Lincoln Park ripped off the Halloween theme? No, really? So John Carpenter's Halloween theme from the movie, 1978. What a haunting bit of music this is, too. And now, Linkin Park, what I've done. Yeah? Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's funny when other people suggest them, you like the listeners, you're always totally into it. When I come up with it, no. I hadn't noticed that. Gazza with the goss, it looks like Smash Mouth have broken the internet. <laughs> yeah, they didn't win the internet. Smash Mouth have actually angered fans with a cover of uh, Queen and David Bowie's Under Pressure. Now, they recorded it in honour, obviously, of Bowie's passing last week. Uh, tell you what, fans are not happy. You know what? I haven't heard this. I heard a lot of controversy about it. I haven't heard it. So let's have a listen to it together mm. and see what it sounds like. It's not as bad as I thought. I've heard worse. It's pretty bad, Phil. Yeah, have you heard the new Foo Fighters EP? <laughs> Just kidding, folks. Just kidding, honestly. <laughs> so I was watching Fox News because I just wanted to know what things were like from an irrational point of view. I wanted to just try and find out the zeitgeist of Donald Trump. And I felt like watching conventional news, I mean, really, they're just trying to sprout their common sense. What I needed was a, a bit of Fox News to find out how the world should really be thinking. And they were doing a story about Sesame Street. All right, so the 46th <laughs> season of Sesame Street starts Saturday, but not on PBS. This time, it's on HBO. And they're going to be big changes for Oscar, Big Bird, and Cookie Monster. Now, you can get the show on mobile devices. It's only going to be half an hour, not an hour, and fewer characters. Guess what? Cookie Monster, better diet. Maybe some vegan food. The left-wing communist diatribe they put out every single day. I didn't know about that. Um, okay, so that... <laughs> Yeah, and left-wing comic Big Bird, he's not even a Big Bird, he's a communist! I kind of got to wondering how Rupert Murdoch could have time to, like, you know, pass on all this wonderful information, seeing as he's got all that other stuff to deal with. Give me that Jerry back in here! But then, to be on the side of Fox for a second, I had to listen to some of the Sesame Street stuff, and you know what? It's disgusting. I've had to beep some of it, because it's so offensive. Sesame Street, yeah. Because I really love to yep. Sometimes I sit and all day You're hearing this. Hope your kids are there. But uh, sometimes I get carried away Slowly, slowly getting faster Once I start in
I just got this disguise kit and it says f your friends. Bert. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go outside and put one of them on and come back in and f my old buddy Bert. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Not that but... even smell like letter F. Oh, f Yeah, sorry about that. Something that isn't going to be happening, not until next year now, is the Legion Music Festival, which was the much hyped about fan-funded Soundwave replacement. With a lot of people pledging their fan music to try and get these uh, bands happening. But Music Feeds decided, now it was said that it wasn't going to happen until next year, and this was a confidential message that went out to fans that had pledged to Legion. But Music Feeds decided the best interest for Australian music fans would be to find out, especially people pledging to Legion, that the information needs to be shared sooner than later, that it's not going to happen in 2016, but 2017 at this stage, because they're looking at uh, 3.2 million and they've only got about 310,000 and about seven days to go with that possible campaign that they're trying to get people to be involved in. So they say that uh, the current pledges will be automatically transferred to the new Legion 2017 campaign. There's a 30-day period of pledging commencing when also a headliner announcement will happen. And it's a bit of a shame. It's obviously a huge shame because a lot of us heavy music fans would like to have gone along to that, especially without a sound wave. And the guy that was organising it, uh, who we spoke to, John Sankey, was doing it with the best possible intention. You know, we're working hard, really hard. You know, I don't think we would have dove into this thing as much as we have if we didn't feel like we could get to the top. Uh, that's definitely part of my nature. I mean, you know, go big. I just feel like this is one of those moments just got to go for it. An opportunity to do something like this does not come along often at all. Now, you know, the guy's heart was in the right place. He was definitely trying his best to give music fans the replacement for Soundwave that we all wanted. But it was a big, a mammoth task. And a lot of people said that, you know, this is just probably too big a task too soon for people who are trying to do this without, like, a major promoter involved. So that's the update on that anyway. Times are tough, man. Times are hard. You don't need me to tell you that. You look at the news. You look at the businesses. You look at, you know, Dick Smith, and you have a look at Masters and things like that. You think to yourself, you've got to get a business that needs a hand, and if you're running a business and things aren't going as well as you'd like, you've got to have, I don't know, a gimmick. Like Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage in Chicago, Illinois. You take in whatever you want them to barbecue for you, and they'll massage your feet as well. America loves to eat, so why not open up somewhere America can sit down, enjoy a meal, and get their feet rubbed. We'll fry anything you want for $5.99. As long as it's friable or edible, we're going to make it deliciousable. We will fry parts of the chicken you didn't even know was friable. The beak, the feathers, we'll fry candy bars. All that European stuff that you don't really normally eat, we'll bring it down here and fry it for you. Ask McDonald's to fry something other than what they normally fry. Guess what you're going to get? Nothing. If it fit through the dough, I'll put it in the fryer. Hell, this is a dinosaur. All our meats are gently tenderized to their optimum deliciousness. We got fine dinosaur meats. Come on down here and get you a slice. Let's just decide you don't want no barbecue. Well, that's fine too. Why not let one of my foot specialists or myself perform our magic? Look at that. Don't they look wonderful? We'll massage your feet in any of these sauces also. Here, Jones, good ass barbecue and foot massage. So go ahead and give me a call or find us on them worldwide internets at the new website, Jones, good-ass barbecue and foot massage Yeah, brilliant. Take good note of that, Sammy X, as well, because if our ratings continue, continue to go down, you better cut those long fingernails of yours. That's not going to happen.
So I went to sort of a festival thing on the weekend. It wasn't really a festival. It was like one of those outdoor things where, you know, you've got a lot of people in happy pants and, you know, they're selling beads and stuff and, you know, a lot of tie-dye T-shirts and uh, dogs on a piece of string by the name of Dog and a lot of guys twirling fire sticks. I mean, you get the genuine vibe. And a lot of roots and folky music. So this next band that came on, which is incredible because they were uh, probably the hardest of the hardcore bands I've ever heard. And to be really honest with you, not very good. But I don't want to diss them because they were doing their best. But So everyone's playing a bit of, you know, John Butler trio stuff and, you know, doing the oms and getting to the lotus position. And then this hardcore band came on <laughs> and I taped their second song on my phone. You'll hear people laughing in the background, which isn't really fair. But then again, have a listen. And as is always the case with those sort of things, a couple of women who were about 60 years of age got up and danced anyway. Oh, good on them. Yeah. Bless it's them. rock. Rock lives. Rock's alive. Uh, management at uh, the hotel put a sign on display detailing all the reasons why dogs make better house guests than people. They say, we'll welcome the dogs before we welcome the master. Dogs welcome at the hotel because we've never had a dog that smoked in bed or set fire to the blankets. We've never had a dog that stole our towels and played the TV too loud or had a no- noisy fight with a travelling companion. And we've never had a dog that got drunk and broke up the furniture. So if your dog can vouch for you, you can come as well. That's great. I found a great little hotel that I want to go to in Ireland when I go on holidays. Uh, and it says that they're very discerning and very discreet. Discreet. Street is good. How can I help you? Oh, yes. Hi, it's Phil here calling from a radio station in Australia, Triple M. I'm just wondering if you have honeymoon suite packages, things like that. We have one room, which uh, would be our nicest room. Right, OK. So it's sort of like a honeymoon romantic-y type suite? It's a nice room. We're, we're set in a very rural area here. Sure, that sounds very uh, sort of idyllic. That's what I'm looking for, something romantic, something... Uh, did you have a double bed? Oh, yes. Sort of soft lighting, um, that sort of thing? Yeah, with obviously table lamps. Um, right, yeah. Ensuite bathroom. Sure. Um, yeah, that sounds pretty romantic, really, We have a nice it? nice restaurant. Sure. Oh, yeah, wining and dining and the like. Yeah, yeah. Um, well. It'll be just me, though. Yeah. Although I will be bringing my gerbil. Yeah. I don't, I'm not too sure if pets are allowed in the room. Right, see, I don't really see him as a pet. Take him down and have a look around. And, uh, well, if I brought him along, yeah, I'll, I'll let him come in and, uh, and have a sniff around if that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. See what he thinks of, mm-hmm. you know, the room. Would I have to pay more for him? We'll probably look on it as a double. Right, okay. You know? Yeah, we couldn't give you any discount. Depends what age he is. He's of age, of course. Then he would have to pay full, for full price, I'm afraid. We wouldn't be disturbed, would we? Um, we could put a sign on the door. We'd obviously like... Yeah, better peace and quiet. No, absolutely, of course, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, thank you very much. No problem. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What a lovely lady. We may find this a bit disturbing. He held me. Go! Oh. Triple M, the rubber room.